Can you hear any sort of extra background noise from that PlayStation? Not now. Cool. Hello and welcome to the We Don't Go Out podcast with host Ant, and I'm here with Dave. Hello. And after the uh, E3 event, it all gets a bit quiet, so we're just going to chat about what we've been playing, because we've been playing quite a lot, I think, and watching quite a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I've had a little flurry of activity on mine. I've been playing um, SteamWorld Heist. Oh, that looks so good. It, it, it's really good. Did you pick it up? No, I bought... I don't know if I'm going to pronounce this correctly. Jolton? Houghton? <laughs> J-O-T-U-N? <laughs> I don't know what that is. That it's, it's, uh, it, it's a bit like Titan Souls, but it's Nordic, based on Nordic mythology, gods and stuff. Mm. So, like, you... I haven't started yet. I just seen a video of it a few months back, and it got some really good reviews. So I saw it for five hours. I'm gonna grab that. Mm. Well, I picked up Steamworld Heist. It's the first Steamworld game I played. There's a few of these in there. We've got Dig, didn't we? We've got Dig through PlayStation Plus. I never tried it though. Did you? No, but I thought to myself I should play that before I buy Heist. But Heist does look exceptional. Mm. Heist is um turn-based side-on strategy game. Yeah, looks really good. It is really good. I've only like had played the few opening levels, but it is really good. I wasn't sure it was going to work because you yeah. tipped me off to this. You said this looks like your sort of game. Yeah, about ages ago when it first came out. That was ages ago, yeah, yeah, before it went in the sale. And I wasn't convinced that turn-based on a on a side screen would really be that sort you, of involved. But you played working. Ronin, didn't you? Ronin's the same sort of game, isn't it? Turn-based. No, but Ronin's not really turn-based it's a lot more fluid yeah this is very much sort of um you like you like pick the space you want to move to and move there yeah. and then pick the action you want to take when you get there yeah ronin is um it's like a two it's just like a side rolling game that every swap and yeah. it will freeze so you can think about what you're going to do next yeah and then Probably you do it to get that. and then it it all goes back into normal speed and it will freeze again so you can think about so it's it's different so, Steamworld Dig. Heist. Are you, are you digging? I mean, Poist. I was just going to say, damn it, you ruined my pun. Are you digging it? <laughs> <laughs> Wrong game. <laughs> uh, no, um, yeah, I am enjoying it. All right, then. Okay. Steamworld Heist. Was it a steal in the sale? <laughs> That's even worse. I didn't even get what the pun is there. We're losing, We're losing listeners. <laughs> um, Steamworld Heist is a good game. I'm enjoying it. Early days, yeah. but I am enjoying it. Yeah. Um, I picked up a drift in the sale as well, but I haven't started that yet. Oh, God, that is that is really tough at the start, but it's so rewarding when you get it right. It's a really good game. I'm going to go back to that. Have you played if, it? A drift. Oh, sorry. I was thinking of the um, thingy then. The drifting game. Because oh, you said no. a drift. <laughs> no, no, I haven't picked that up. That looks no. like your sort of game, not my sort of yeah, game. Yeah, <laughs> sorry, mate. I took it completely off <laughs> tangent there. <laughs> You're talking about the, the 2D yeah. top-down um, sliding game, aren't you? Cars yeah, sticking yeah. around corners. Yeah, I'm talking about being adrift in space. Yeah. It looks like um, a walking simulator, but you're floating instead. Yeah. That's how it looks, anyway. It looks yeah. interesting. So I picked that up because that went dirt cheap as well. Yeah. And then I, I do want to get that. Yeah, I picked up another game that you were that you sold me on, which was Stickbold. Oh god, I love that. So tough though, on the harder difficulties. Well, I was surprised. Really I I played it through on, I think they're just the normal. Yeah. Very early on, I was like, oh, this is actually a bit tough. challenging. Yeah. 
it's funny. Did you put laugh? I laughed a lot through that. I really enjoyed it. I thought that it was quite funny. I laughed a bit. I didn't laugh loads. I did laugh a little bit. Yeah. Though, but I like the way them, they don't speak English, do they? No. But if you listen to what they're saying as you're reading it, some of the words, it's clearly just not any language because some of the words kind of sound like what they're saying. Yeah. It's a bit sort of more ridiculous. They do have that kind of, um, is it like Norwegian, Swedish twang? Yeah. To the way they speak. Yeah. So good that game is. It's good. It took me a while to get used to how it looked. It looks very uh, odd. Yeah. But I liked it a lot. It's charming though, isn't it? It has got like a charming kind of... Yeah. Yeah, that's very good. I enjoyed yeah. it. I've, I've played it through to completion already. Mm. It's very short. Yeah, it's a short game. You could probably do it in an hour and a half if you if you don't struggle too much on some of the levels. Mm. I will go back to it though and do a few more, do it on a slightly more challenging level. Mm-hmm. And I've got two pads, so hopefully I'll get some two-player going. You can't play it online, can you? No. no. It's a shame there's a lot of indie games, digital games like that, and we'll talk about one a little bit later, that, and it, they, they kind of die quite quick, and if they had the online components, I think they'd flourish. Sorry, I was drinking. Yeah, I agree. But um, I think it, it costs quite a lot more to add that in. Yeah, it probably does, and servers, and yeah, you know, especially look at um, Friday the Thirteenth. They kind of underestimated how well it'd sell, and then they it just crashed and burned at the first week or two. It's still selling well, and. I've had to pay, I suppose, through the nose to get the servers and whatnot. Well, if it's selling well, they should be making enough money to support that side of it. You'd mm, hope. Yeah, yeah, I was going to say, I don't know how long it costs to keep the servers up. Mm-hmm. But they have to keep hoping that people keep playing, don't they? Yeah. Um, I have, I've played more as well. I played um, Headmaster. I've oh, yeah. I picked that up, the VR game where you're basically just heading a ball. Was that in the sale? Did I tell you about that? Yeah, it was in the sale. I missed it at that time, though. And then it oh. went back up, and then it went back in the sale, and I picked it up this time around. You enjoying it? It's really good. Yeah, <laughs> that, I've heard that's one of the best best VR games out there. It's really simple. Obviously, you're yeah. just heading balls at a goal. Yeah. And there's not even, like, a proper goalkeeper there. You just aim for targets. Yeah. You do get, like, special balls, and there's little Easter eggs to find and stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there's, like, this... um sort of artificial intelligence running this this sort of heading school that you're at mm-hmm. and it's clearly a bit broken a bit crazy a little bit sort of shades of portal I was just going to say that yeah. I kind of I love that yeah I like that like it's taking itself way too seriously yeah but yeah it's really good I'm quite early in that as well it looks like there's a lot going on I've made it to my first exam and passed but mm-hmm. that's one of those games where it's like you get one star, two star, three star, depending on how yeah. well you do. And I keep, I, like, I, I pass, but I'm like, oh, I can do better. Gotta I get three, three stars. So yeah. most of them, I think all but like two in the first whole section, I've three starred. Yeah. But I can tell it's going to get a lot harder because you have like a, a room, you go back to your room. Every time you yeah. three star something, it chucks like a reward at you that you, you, end, you end up, it's in your room, you can like look at it like I've got a stereo and a fire extinguisher and a torch. No. And it's like populating my room, which I can look around in VR. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it's expanding my room, but you go back to your room and it's got like a, a chalk, not a chalkboard, um, a cork board with all the levels pinned up. You can re-enter and try any of them from there. It's really mm-hmm. good. Really enjoyed that. Good. That was one of the few VR games that was like, oh, that looks really, really tempting. 
it's so simple. It looks crazy that that would be yeah. like, so good, but it is such good fun. Yeah. And that might be all I've played. Let me go and look at my trophies. I finished Hitman. Hitman. Hitman Hit- Go. Hitman Go, yeah. Yep. That was really good. I enjoyed that. Yeah. Uh, Terror I spoke about last time. Yeah, platinumed it. Hey. I did cheat on a couple of them. Mate, you have to. I only cheated on like literally two. That's a YouTube video yeah. of them. And that was just because it's like, oh, if I don't do this, I'm not going to come back and finish this. I'm just going to yeah. leave it and I may as well just get the platinum. Yeah. So I did. I don't blame you. No, I know you've been playing Lovers in a Dangerous Space Time. Yeah. Which I've played before on the Friends Xbox. Yeah. And then it went through on PlayStation Plus. Mm-hmm. And now you've been playing it with your kids. And I, I want to know how the, what they thought. They loved it. They did. Just give a yeah. quick rundown of the premise of the game for those that don't know. Um, basically, I'm not going to go into the story because it's bonkers. I didn't know what's <laughs> the story. I've never seen the story element. <laughs> yeah, it's just kind of like um, love saving the universe, whatnot. And yeah, anyway, um, <laughs> you get in a spaceship and it's your job to kind of make sure love is spread back through the universe by going to these little planets. And it's like asteroids in a way. Like you kind of you've got one mini map and you're controlling a ship. And you just got to fly around this mini map, saving these little rabbits, which open up, um, unlock a heart, because the hearts are all locked in these different universes or planets. And you unlock the heart, and then it spreads the love back through that that planet, whatnot. But there's there is other little things to do around the um, map as well. There's more people to save, power ups to find, and gems. Um, it reminds me a lot like um, is, it, is it Pixel Junk Shooter or is it Pixel Shooter? Pixel junk shooter, yeah. Pixel junk shooter, yeah. But basically, the premise is that it's four-player local co-op, and you're in a spaceship, and there's controls in the spaceship, and one of the controls is the booster. So one person's controlling the direction the spaceship is moving in. You can hover still. Um, one person controls the shield, not the shield. What? So you've got four people in there, and there's movement to be controlled, a shield to be controlled, and then there's four cannons on each side of the um, spaceship, so north, east, south, west, for example. Um, there's also like a big cannon which is constantly moving around the ship in a 360-degree um, pattern, just going round and round, and then you have to run up. So when somebody you get surrounded or one of the bigger enemies turns up, you just someone needs to pop off where they are, run up there, hit that, and that starts firing out bigger weapons, bigger firepower. And then there's another computer, which is a map, which is quite handy. Um, but it's just, it was just so um, good. And we kind of had little disagreements at times, but I think that was the competitiveness coming out of, it, of us. But um, we loved it. Like my daughter was in charge of the shields um, and she was doing brilliant. My son was in charge <laughs> of the cannons, but he kept forgetting to switch sides because sometimes you're trying to save the rabbits, but as you try to save them, they get their their jail that they've been imprisoned in closes up. So then as it closes up, it's like a locked room in like God of War or something, and then loads of enemies come and you kind of you're circling this tiny little prison mm. and you're just fighting them all after you clear them and then the the jail pops back up and it's just a matter of destroying it then, which is a few shots. But it was just great. It was really a lot of fun. Like, whoever's in, we, was, we had the, made the decision that whoever's in charge of the controls had to do the map as well. Mm. And um, 
you know, we had one person, whenever we got into battles, one of them would always be the shield, usually my daughter, she was really good at it. Mm-hmm. And then um, Harrison or me would be doing the cannons. And whoever was controlling the ship would sometimes as well run over to the big cannon to fire. It's just so much fun. Really, really enjoyed it. How many can play at once? Is it four? I think it's four. Mm. Yeah, it's four player co-op. It doesn't scale to difficulty, does it, or does it? It has easy, normal, hard, but we're just playing it on... I think we're playing it on normal. Mm. But it's so much fun. But it doesn't scale if you're playing on your own. It's just as hard or easier if you've got more people. Is that right? That's the impression um, I got when I played it, but I was never in charge. I just like grabbed the pad and was, and was joined in. Um, I don't know. I'd guess it would be hard, like you say, more enemies when you're playing it in three, two, three, four. Um. I couldn't even imagine playing it on your own. I know, it's I, it's sat on my system where I downloaded it, thought, yes, I'll play some of this. Yeah. But I can't get anyone to play with me. <laughs> it's so good. It, it's such a shame it's local co-op, because that, if that was online, it would just be a ton of fun with friends. Mm. Yeah, really, really. I really, really enjoy it. I mean, I've got to finish it, obviously, but for me, it's like, a, from what I've played so far, it's an 8 or a 9 out of 10 game. Just based on the fact that playing it with people just raises it up another level. Yeah. It's so much fun. I think that's probably why it's, it's local only. I think it probably is best yeah. local. I just think it'd be good to have that option because there are people out there who can't get people on the couch to play with them. Yeah. And it's a shame that they're going to miss out on such a good game. I think it should be, in games like that where it, it's best if you have people you know and people you chat with, it would probably be... Yeah if it were to go online, there must be a way where you can limit it so it's just people on your friends list. You can't, like, randomly drop in. Yeah. Um, I mean, it could have probably worked if, if it probably would just look a lot more programming and quite clever AI. If you could have somehow played it for play with, with the AI and, 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 you know, the game kind of freezes if you hold triangle or something and you can give out orders. Hmm for them to move around the ship. And I think it would have been just a, lot, a really good game like that, but I want to guess that would have took a lot more programming and, like I say, some really good artificial intelligence. Yeah. No, it's good. Yeah. I enjoyed that when I played it. Yeah. Yeah, it's a really good game. And you've also been playing Agatha Christie's... An Agatha Christie game. Yeah, the ABC murders. People are probably not going to be interested in this at all, but... Um, <laughs> I'm curious because I saw you on uh, the PlayStation thing where it shows you what your friends are up to and you've got a couple playing. of trophies. And I was like, oh, I don't know well, anything about that game. It's an adventure game in the style of um, Broken Sword, but it's less point and click, you know, like connecting items. It's more about, uh, for example, going to a crime scene. Um, you'll see someone that you need to talk to, but at first you observe them as um, Christopher. <laughs> Is it, I can't pronounce his first name. Is it Hercule Poirot? Yeah. You observe them like... He'll give you a clue as to what you're looking for and then you just observe it. Very easy. I never struggled really at the game at all, but it's it's nice. It's quite relaxing to play. The puzzles are simple. The answers are near enough right in front of you. There's a few puzzles where you kind of... They're like a locked box and you've got to kind of open the box by keep turning it and finding the objects and then turn it back around. And, mm-hmm. and then there's the dialogue choices. The story is really good. The, the voice acting ranges from very good to 
but we're full. Um, Poirot's perfect. Um, his partner is, I think it's called Hastings. He's a bit... He's, his voice suits him, but he kind of, like, you can tell he's kind of reading lines. Yeah. Yeah, um, some of the other actors in it are very good, and then, like I say, some of them are, like, just downright awful. Um, it's got cell shaded graphics, and they do look nice. I think it's quite a nice-looking game, to be fair. You can tell it's on a budget, and it suits it. Music's nice, really good music. Um I just really enjoyed it. The, I, 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 there was an even a little twist in it, which I didn't see coming, because I've never really watched Poirot or anything. Agatha Christie, but um, mm. I thought they revealed the murderer, and it turns out to be somebody else, and I quite enjoyed the twist. Mm. And I like the way, like, once you've figured out the murder scene, it asks you, asks you then to recreate it, and it kind of you talk about what was happening on the night or the, the day when it the murder took place and it gives you options like it'll come up square, attack now, circle, wait, and then it'll be like X, tap on the shot, you know. Oh, and yeah. you have to get, yeah, it, like, it shows you what the murderer was doing to kill the person mm. and it'll like keep playing and then it'll pause and you have to make the right decision for the scene to keep playing it. If you get it wrong, it rewinds back to the start and you start again trying and to figure out. A, did you like know or were you guessing or had you figured no, it out? No, you do know because if you if you investigate the crime scene, right, and that, then he he, he says every now and then as he breaks down um, people who might be of interest in that, he says let's work our grey cells, and it, all the clues come up at the bottom of the screen, and it'll say look, you've got to get the three clues right. It'll say triangle, square, X. So you've got to pick three clues to go in those circles, and they have to all light the screen green, the three lines to the correct icon to say yeah, you got the clues right. This is why, for example, um, it says, why might this guy be the murderer? And then you have to find the three clues. And then it says, why might this guy not, not be the murderer? And then you have to find the three correct clues to disprove him not being the murderer. Mm. It's, sounds, it's, it sounds all right. It is, it is. I mean, I think it's about six to seven hours. Um, I really enjoyed it. I mean, I think I got it for like six pounds in the sale. That's I, I couldn't, No, I couldn't moan at that price. I think if it was... 15, 20 quid, then I'll be like, mm. but, but eight pound or less, I would recommend people picking it up. So relaxing as well. You know, like no stress, no quick time events, no worrying about yeah. anything. Is it based on one of his actual novels? or? I'm not sure. I've not, I'm not a fan, but yeah. Yeah. Good game. Cool. Especially if you like the adventure genre. So when you say adventure, you mean like, um, yeah, yeah, that's the old. I suppose that's the old term for um, it used to, you know, like the LucasArts they used to call them adventure games. But yeah. you now, when you talk about adventure games, people probably think of Uncharted, Tomb Raider. Yeah, you mean like um, point and click, point and click. Yeah, point and click text adventures. I'm always curious about a point and click because I did love um, the Broken Sword games, but um, yeah. I don't know. They never. I never feel like playing one. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, you should get the Serpent's Curse when it causes on sale again. Really good game, that is. That's the it's newest not, um, Broken Sword. Broken Sword, yeah. It's not as good as the old ones, but it, it, it's you know it's the, probably the third best game in the series. Mm. And there's been I think there's been five or six now. Cool. I, I do want to. I will. Next yeah. time that's in there, if I spot it, I'll pick it up. Cool. Right, the other game you've been playing, yeah. Dead by Daylight. Oh, God, yeah. I, you know what? I actually thought we were going to talk about that. 
<laughs> and I saw one of your videos you put up on uh, the PlayStation channel. Is it on your YouTube? Yeah. It is, isn't it? Yeah, it's on my YouTube. Do you want to shout your YouTube channel out? I do not know the name of it. <laughs> <laughs> what is it? I don't know. I'm going to try and find it on the PlayStation. You tell me about Dead by Daylight. Oh, well, I actually I... had a few random people like um, that post, or was it one or two? I can't remember. Well, I saw but, uh... I saw the video and I thought, oh, that looks a bit shonky. Is it quite low budget? Yes, yeah, it is. It was an early access game for close to a year on the PC, and then obviously it went full access, you know, release. Yeah, and it's coming out on the PS4. And to be fair, I'm not going to make any lies or anything about it. it. It is a bit janky. It doesn't look the best, but they kind of cover that with the darkness and the setting. Do you know what I mean? Because it's a horror game, it, it kind of it should be a bit, I don't know, grim, grimy. Um, grainy the visuals should mm. and they kind of get round it with that um, none of the character models look great even the killers none of them look great <laughs> it, you looks, know, a bit, it of, looks a bit PS2-y yeah I was just going to say a couple of the character models even look PS2-y but what it lacks for in visuals it makes up tenfold in atmosphere and gameplay mechanics because so, go on go on I was going to say so it it's plays really well it's tight yeah, I mean, don't get me wrong, you do have the old graphical glitch, like somebody got killed the other day and the body was just floating mid-air and the killer was walking off without the body and then the body just kind of like, bang, he was on his shoulder when he, you know, he should have been on his shoulder from the start, but he was walking off carrying her, but she was still hovering in the air by us like something out of the possess, a possessed film. And then she just popped up on his shoulder and obviously the, the cold caught up or whatnot. And then... At times, like there is little, like sometimes when you get put on the hooks, it'll just go into first person view mode, which it's not meant to, and you can't see or move the camera in properly. But it's nothing detrimental because it happens so rarely. It, but it's just, it's such a simple game. You spawn on a map, there's four, seven or eight generators, you've got to get five fixed before the killer kills all four of you. Once you've killed, fixed five generators, you then have to get to the exit. There's two exits. Mm. You have to hold down the button long enough for the exit to open and then escape. But the killer can only see the exits for a short period of time. Right. Or is it the, the survivors? But if, say if there's one of you and there's still two generators to be fixed, sometimes an, um, a trapdoor will appear on the map and then it's your job to find that trapdoor to escape. But that's if like you're like the last survivor. So it plays a lot like um, that Friday the Thirteenth game. Yeah, but this has six killers as well. So there's a variety of killers, whereas there's only Jason in that, and they all have different abilities. So, well, for instance, the, the guy looks like the, God, the Friday the Thirteenth. The Jason. There are lots of different Jasons from different films. Yeah, but it's still Jason, isn't it? Like in this, for example, the guy who looks like Jason or Michael Myers. Um, he carries a big machete around with him, but he can lay bear traps all over the place, which is clever because when you put someone on a hook, generally your friends come to help you. So if you lay a bear trap there, they generally get caught in the bear trap. <laughs> uh, and uh, then obviously you hear that. You can turn around and go and get them before they escape out the bear trap and then you've caught two. Um, the, the Wraith, he can walk around the map invisible, but... It kind of helps you that when he has to strike you, he has to become visible. 
and he has to ring his bell. So then if you hear the bell, you know it's time to fucking leg it. Um, there's a mad doctor who, which is a really clever one. He sends you insane, and so you might be once he's caught you once and sends you insane. You might be moving around the map, and you'll just flash up in front of your eyes. You're like shit, but it's not him. It's like it's like um, a um, uh, hallucination. Hallucination, yeah, that's what the word I was looking for. Um, there's this I can't think what she's called because I haven't used it, but she's like a a banshee of sorts. She legs it, obviously, around the map, but she can pop up out of the ground in front of you. With it. That's her special. Um, Michael Myers, he's on the PC. He'll probably come up to the PS4 at some time. Um, I can't think of the other two because I haven't used them all. And there's different perks you can add to the survivors. Like one of my perks is that when he's close and I can hear the heart, because when they get close to the survivors, the, heart, the killer's heartbeat is, you can hear it. So um, my one of my perks is once I can hear that heartbeat, if I face the right direction, this icon will flash, and then I know he's in that direction or she's in that direction. And there's other little things you can do, like that only last one round, like you can um, have an extra generator in there, but that you use that token in the, for that round, or you can spawn with somebody from your team, and then two of you fixing generators together makes it work quicker. It sounds good. It's just it, the, the look it, of I it. get it sounds like a lot of people said it looks and sounds really basic, but I can't explain it unless you play it. Well, no, this is what I think is like that, um, oddly, that rare pirate game they've got coming out. Yeah. It doesn't look very good to play, but I bet that's so much fun. It With doesn't friends, look yeah. very good to watch, but I bet it's so much fun to play. Yes, yes. And that's what, because I said to someone when we was playing it, I'll get Friday the 13th when it goes on sale. Um, but obviously not until then because I've got Dead by Daylight. And I imagine Evolve was a really good game, but they've ruined that with all the um, DLC and season pass nonsense. Yeah. So they've ruined they've, 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 Fragmented they've the audience. got out the door, yes, yeah. And there was a lot of people I knew who wanted that, but they've ruined it with all the DLC plans. Yeah. It's one of those games, that all these ones we're talking about, where you need, well, particularly Evolve, we need like a regular group of people yeah, and I just don't ever seem to get that that time to arrange that sort of a thing. Yeah, are you, well, pl- are you playing with randoms? Yes, um, but I did play on Saturday night with um, Brian E, Addy Cakes, and Scare Psychotic, and it was re- it was really good. It was a really good laugh. Like at one point, the killer was we was all it was friends versus a killer, so we could still rank up on that. Um, and the killer was like some random on the internet, and at one point. <laughs> Um, Aidy was running, hiding behind a rock, and the killer was chasing me. I was like, "Oh fuck! Oh fuck! Oh fuck!" Because <laughs> you know, when they pop up behind you, it really just shit you up. Yeah. And, and all I could hear was Aidy go, "Fuck off! He, he can see me." <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> and then I was hiding behind this bush, and the killer just come walking past me. And Brian E went, "Oh my god! How did he not see you then?" I went, "Shut the!" Because it was we was playing. That was when we were playing all together. And I went, "Shut the!" Well, because we were playing a private match in just with friends, mm. and one of us was the killer, um, we can't rank up then. You can just use any abilities you want. Mm. It unlocks everything for you. And he said, Hey, this is just walk past you and not seen you. So I started laughing, and I was like, Shut the fuck up. And he turned around, and then the chase <laughs> yeah. was on. Yeah. And there's like a clever little perk if they see if they're chasing you for like 
five or ten seconds, they get a 15% boost in the speed pace the killer does. Mm. But yeah, it's... I love it. I mean, I was going to say to you, um, I'll go, I'm going on holiday next week, so if you're interested, I could post it to you for the week and then just post it when I get um, when you're done with it, you know, at the end of the week or something. That's if you want to borrow it. No, you hang on to it because I'm terrible at posting stuff back. <laughs> yeah, I'm still going to post your games back. But yeah, um, I paid £21 for it. Um, it's been reduced on Amazon to 20 That's it. Maybe they didn't sell a lot of copies, but it, it, I haven't struggled to get any games. I just really, really like it. It's mm. just, it's kind of the online game I want to play at yeah. the moment. It's team-based. I mean, that game, what you were talking about on YouTube earlier, I fixed a generator, um, the other guys fixed the other generators, or, and ladies possibly, and then I got caught. I got off the hook, but I got caught again. They opened the doors, and all three, so the other survivors come back to help me, and we all escaped. Yeah. Brilliant. So, yeah, because you got literally put on like a meat hook. The yeah, killer got right, you, yeah. whacked you on a meat hook. I thought you were dead, I thought you were gone, but your team came back and got you off the meat hook. Yeah. And uh, patched you up, or just you just ran off. Yeah. And you all made it out. It's good. Look, it does look good. It looks like one of those games that's more fun to play than to watch, like I say. I think if it goes on a sale in a couple of months, I think it'll do really well because I think a lot of people will pick that up for like 10 to 50, well, 15 pounds, and it would be. I'm happy with it at 21 quid. Mm. It's it's definitely it's it is low budget, but all I will say is I know people like you and me aren't. We like nice graphics, but not it's not the be all and end all to our games. No, we were just talking about stick bowl. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> um, but the gameplay. Yeah, don't get me wrong. You might think after 20, 30 years, you have seen it all, but you've got your value out of it for 20, 30 years. Yeah, for me, true. I just love it. I really, really do love it. I think it was a bit more uh, polished and, um, you know, it was probably a bit more to it like that you could maybe as the survivors just lay the odd trap or something. Then I think I, I would it would be up there in my games of the year. It would be up there for my multiplayer game of the year, but as a game of the year, it would have been up there if it was a bit more polished and just a bit more for the survivors to do. Mm. It wouldn't have hurt to say... You know, I know you can pull crates and stuff down to block the killer's path, but it wouldn't have been too bad if they could have just like laid um, the old trip wire or something like that. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah. a bit more, a bit more power to you guys. Yeah, but would that sort um, of imbalance it a little bit? Um, maybe, but the killers, from what I've played, it's quite rare for the killers to. Um, to lose, really. Oh, really? Yeah, the the it's, it's quite That's the way easy. It should be. To, it's quite easy to win as the killers. I mean, I only lost one game, my very first game. Since then, I've won every game as a killer. Whereas when I play as a survivor, it's quite tough because when you fix the generators, it takes a long time to fix. And every now and then, you hear this noise like, and it's a quick time event, and then this little circle spin around, and you've got to press L one to keep this spinning line going around a circle inside a little zone yeah to keep the repair going if you get it wrong it goes bang and the killer can then turn around and see which generator is being worked on Mm. and then they head there and know someone is probably in the vicinity but you can also use that as a distraction if a killer you know what I mean has put someone on a meat hook you distract him and you go over there and try and save the person on the meat hook yeah 
but yeah, I, 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 I could bang on about that a lot. I do, I really do enjoy it. I do wish there were stat screens as well, you know, like to show you how many people you've killed, how many times you survived, how many generations you fixed, how much you've played the game as a killer, as yeah, survivors. Be, I love that sort of stuff, those stats. Yeah, I really do as well. Right, keeping with horror, let's talk PlayStation Plus for the next month. Yeah. Because, oh my God, the horror game of all horror games is coming until dawn. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I bring that you know. uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, sorry, mate. I was a bit distracted then. That is, it is. Was it last year it was out? Was it the year before? But it was my game of the year, wasn't it? I think it was the year before. It was 2015, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, it's been, yeah. Yeah, it's been longer than I realised, actually. Yeah, such a good game. Such a good It just game. took everybody by surprise. I think everyone was expecting, because it was a PS3 game that was moved onto PS4, and I think it was kind of, everyone was just expecting a, sh- a share of shit, basically. <laughs> and cause it was a first-person game, wasn't it? Then they changed it, and it turned out to be bloody brilliant. Yeah, it's fantastic. And it, did, it did the kind of um, branching path storylines and paths better than Heavy Rain, David Cage had done it, Telltale. Yeah. It, it blew them all out of the water. And, yeah, Survivors Living or Dying, that was really good. Yeah. All tied together, really well. and it managed to be um, three, two sorts of horror all in one at the same time. Yeah, yeah. You could argue three different strands of horror because there was like the, the supernatural, the, uh, the 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 serial killer, and like the like the saw thing where someone's like yeah. pulling all the strings in the background. Oh, it was so clever and yeah. so good, and it all worked so well. Yeah. I mean, the guys who wrote that, I'd never heard of them before, but it, I was like very sceptical of it when I started it. Before it came out, listening to these guys talking, I was like, who are they? I've never heard of these horror writers. And when I played it, I thought, you know what? They've just got this so right. Yeah. It, it was such a like, The characters were unlikable, but they'd wrote them like that. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? They wrote them as cliches and they didn't want you to like them, but you kind of wanted them to survive as well because yeah. it's just so good. I didn't hate all of them. No, not all of them. No, not. There was some, a couple in there he liked. And, but the one thing they got as well, right, perfect for them, was a sense of dread. Yeah. Like when you got to the asylum or something like that and I was like, I really don't want to go in there. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? But I've got to, I've got to, to progress the game and the story. Yeah. And little things like when you knew, you know, the totems you had to find. Yeah. Like a path would split into two, and you think, oh god, <laughs> I want to find the collectibles, but I don't want to go down there. I just want to get get this done. It was so good. I absolutely loved it. Yeah. Everybody needs to pick that up. Yeah, I'm looking forward to playing that again. Yeah, I'm going to play it this Halloween. I think this. Yeah, same. Time. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. So yeah, that that went. That's going on PlayStation Plus next week. So no excuses. Anyone PlayStation Plus, just yeah. download that if you haven't already played it. If you haven't got PlayStation Plus and you think it's a rip off, then just buy PlayStation Plus for one month to play that game and finish it because it'll cost you ten fifteen pounds to buy brand new or second hand now. So it's worth the seven pound alone to have it in your library. Yeah, and you get Is a it bunch six or seven pound for a month, whatever. But it's worth that anyway. Yeah, and you can get a couple of other games in there as well. Mm. Which are? Which are the Game of Thrones Telltale game, which me and oh. you have slated on here before. Yeah, 
not the best yeah. Telltale game. It, no, it's not the best game story-wise, character-wise, and technically, it was a bit of a shock. Well, you know, we say this all the time, but Telltale, don't we? Yeah, we do. They need to work on their engine. That's a new engine. It's. I know. It's a, and even certain reviewers and that, and they were calling them out on how bad the games are running. Mm-hmm. Which is only right. Yeah. And it looks weird too. They, used, they chose a weird sort of weird painted painting, look yeah. to it. It's it was just, ugh. And it's just so wordy, which I know Game of Thrones is, but anyway, that's the, the, the worst Telltale game I've bothered with. Yeah, I mean, I don't care how easy Telltale Platinums are, I would not play the second Game of Thrones game unless it came out and people I knew who hated the first one said, yeah, it is a massive improvement. It's worth playing. I've not finished that one. I, Did you I forced myself for it? for it. Yeah. <laughs> for the Platinum? But, yeah, for the Platinum. I was being a bit of a slag then, you see. I was trying to, <laughs> trying to get to 12 for the year. Uh, and plus... If you remember, I was on my Game of Thrones marathon and I didn't want to miss anything that might connect with the story, which it didn't. But yeah, I was being a slag. Yeah. And the other game you get for free uh, for PlayStation 4 is a little bit of a bonus one, isn't it? It's called That's You. It's kind of a promotion, isn't it, for this new service Sony have got coming out? Mm. And go on, you you understand this better than me, so... I I don't know if I do, but... (laughs) (laughs) Basically, I think you connect... You need the PlayStation app or this app on your phone, and then you log into your PlayStation. I don't know if you log into your, your phone as your user. So, say if I was at Antos, I'd log in as DWH LUFC on my phone, and then that's I'd, your ridiculous PlayStation username. <laughs> yeah, it's from PS3. Please bring in username, change our IDs because I'll be straight on that. And <laughs> I would basically log in on my phone and say there's two other people there playing as guest three and four. So there's Mitt and Dave, guest three, guest four. And it's just it's just a little party game to play with your friends around in your house and they'll pop up on the screen silly questions like um like the one we saw earlier, who was who would join the Marhoy Club and all your faces will come up and you pick who you think would do it at the four. Mm. And then little things like um, you can draw yourself a costume. I don't know if you see what Shu did. Shu Yoshida, is it? Yeah, Shuhei Yoshida. Yeah, did you see what he did? No. Um, he, they had to draw themselves in a costume or something, and he drawed himself in a PlayStation VR unit, and it was really good. <laughs> and I thought to myself, he must be an artist or something, because how good he'd done it on this like phone. <laughs> uh, it's just like it's little stuff like that. I think it's some of you know quick games to play when friends come round, like instead of. Um, Sing Star or whatever else people play nowadays. I don't know what people play. Um, I try and get everyone to play Mario Kart, but because I'm so good, no one wants to play. <laughs> I am. <laughs> there's a there's a big gap between me and everyone else that comes around this house in Mario Kart. Take your skills online then. I do. Actually, I haven't with this new one. But um, I'm I'm even pretty good online. I'm good That's at Mario Kart. It's a good game. Solid game. Um, the only other game I really wanted to mention on the PlayStation Plus is for the PlayStation 3, and it's called Tokyo Jungle. I've got that, and I've never played it. <laughs> that's your Does that surprise you? No, yeah. that's your catchphrase. That <laughs> yeah. yeah, it is. Um, I nearly bought that in uh, one of the, the Christmas sales. It was one of the 
and the PlayStation do that 30 days of Christmas or whatever yeah, it is. Yeah, I think that's when I got it. Yeah, I meant to get it then, and it was... Yeah, I missed it. It was that I, I thought I got it, but no, it had gone. Even though yeah. it was still that day, the times had changed somewhere. I didn't <laughs> get it, and I never picked it up. So I am going to go back to my PlayStation 3 and download that, because I want to try that. And there is another PS4 game, isn't there? Don't Die, Mr. Robot, or something like that. I don't know what it's that v- it's, it's Vita, cross-play. Vita? Oh, I don't know. Cross-play, sorry, with PS4. I'll have to Google that and have a look on that. Hmm. Is that, does that look good, or...? I don't know. I haven't seen anything on it, mate. I'll have to have a quick look at that. It just popped into my head. So, yeah. PlayStation cool. Plus, very good month. Very good, mate. Even if it's just... Even if all you do is pick up Until Dawn. Yeah. Get that yeah. game. So yeah. good. Definitely. Right, let's move on to stuff we've been watching. Because you've been busy watching stuff. Yes. Very busy. Uh, John Wick 2, you saw. Now, I recently saw um, the first one, John Wick. Yeah. Um, I enjoyed it. It was very good. Yep. I didn't love it as much as everyone... I didn't love it as much on second viewing, but I did think it was a good film. You know, it was straight to the point, basically. Mm. No no real filler. Um, I thought they built the character up to be really, really good. Um, it didn't seem... I, mean, I suppose I'm being a bit arsed because he comes out of retirement, really. I kind of expect him to be a bit deadlier with his, ha- with his hand-to-hand than he is in the film. I mean, it... Then again, maybe I'm being a bit too harsh because I can't expect him to be, like, untouchable. But, yeah, I mean, I really enjoyed the first film. On second viewing, I thought to myself, it's not as good as I, I kind of built it up to be, but it is a good film. Mm. It's it was, a it, lot better than most of the action stuff we get nowadays. Yeah, it was It was kind of in the vein of um, The Equaliser. It was just like, he's a proper hard nut guy. You don't want to mess with yeah. him. And they really established that well. Like yeah. everyone was afraid of him. Everyone knew his reputation. Yeah. Apart from the guy that robbed his car and killed his dog, <laughs> which isn't a spoiler. That happens right at the start. Yeah. That's kind of the. the That's the guy at Game of Thrones, isn't it? It's. Um... Yeah. What's his name? I don't know what he's called in Game of Thrones. I can't remember the one that has his um. Nuts chopped off. Yeah. It's flayed. No, he doesn't get flayed, does he? The flat when they flay him, that means they uh, skin him, doesn't it? Huh? I'm not sure. Anyway. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah, he's just... you. Mm, yeah, he's in it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, very good film. Well, yeah, it is. Not as excellent as everyone perhaps has led me to believe, but I did enjoy it. Yeah. The sequel, however, is a good film, but it's bloated. Is it? Yeah. I'm trying to flesh him out a bit more. Um, not that they try to flesh John out anymore. He, he, he's fine. Um, it kind of... It, it's like I've said about a lot of films, like what Marvel do. They're too busy trying to set up the next film. Yeah. That they kind of forget what they should be focusing on. Like, the way it ends, they set up the third film, and maybe it's only the... Some people might say, yeah, but that's only the last 15 minutes, but... It's you your can last tell in memory, from, though, isn't it? That's... Yeah, you can tell from the middle of the film that them kind of going down the route where he's a wanted man. Mm. Do you know what I mean? And everybody's after him, and it's inevitable what he's going to do. And I kind of find the way... 
I mean, it's not a spoiler. Well, it is a spoiler, but what he does... Spoilers. Just, yeah, <laughs> spoilers. I'm not going to say it. I'm not going to say it to you either, but okay. he, he does something which makes him a wanted man towards the very end of the film, and you kind of look... I don't think to. John Wick... No, I don't think John Wick's character would have done that. Yeah. Because of the respect he had for a certain person and the order of the assassins. So I kind of didn't buy into him doing that, no matter how pissed off he was. He, he struck me as the type of man who would have just waited. Mm. But yeah, the action in it's really good. Um, the start's really good. I really enjoyed the start. It's a bit odd. like It's kind of like a, a massive plot hole at the start, but yeah. Uh and I liked the end when he's kind of legging it. I really liked that bit. That was really good. But it's just bits here and there. Like when he goes to meet Lawrence Fishburne, like, this just isn't required. <laughs> it just kind of been, could have been completely cut out and it wouldn't have mattered, I don't think. Was that just for like Matrix nostalgia? Yeah. I think that's the only reason they had him in there, to be honest. Yeah. The director. Yeah, it's a good film. It's definitely worth a watch, but it's, I don't think you'd, been, you'd want to watch it again unless it was probably popped up on TV. Yeah. They've made the third, um, haven't they? They're going to be making the third, yeah. I think they want it out for next year. And I've heard he's signed on for a, a Netflix show or an Amazon Prime show. John Who? Wick, the TV show, Keanu Reeves. Well, I know they're going to be making a TV show, but I don't think it's going to be called John Wick. I've, I've heard it's going to be based on the Continental, the hotel. Oh, okay. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. But I heard Keanu Reeves was in. Yeah, he might sign up and he might be in for one or two episodes. What was that? Did you want me to order home? Oh, Jesus Christ, that scared the shit out of me. It's Alexa, <laughs> not bloody Echo. Hang on. I thought it was your voice then. <laughs> oh, she's giving me a bullet in. Alexa! Stop. God, that scared the shit out of me. Is that the Amazon thing? Yeah. Oh, shit me up. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I'm home alone. What the fuck was that? <laughs> yeah. I thought the missus was back. Oh. <sighs> All right, yeah. Yeah, it makes more sense that that would be in the, Content, the hotel. Yeah. Yeah. I think it'll, if he is, it'll kind of be like the first episode. Like, he's the bit, maybe it'll be a prequel. You know, mm. so you'll see John Wick in his prime, like, oh, there's the boogeyman. And like, you know, you just see him walk past or it's a conversation or one action scene. But yeah, we'll see. Yeah. Right, hang on. I made a little list of the things you've been watching because you watch so much. Oh, the Legion TV show you finished. Yeah. Oh, God, that was so good. Was it? Yeah, I mean, I'm not, it's not going to be for everyone because it's... That's the crazy one, isn't it? It's like Marvel yeah. Universe, but not really. But it, it is... No, it, it is, it is, it's X-Men. Yeah. Um, but it's kind of... Very different. Yeah, very different from anything you've seen before in X-Men. You do see powers here and there, but don't go into it watching thinking they're all going to be using the powers because it's nothing like that. They're, they're kind of... It's it's tackling mental illness to an extent. Um, but I can't explain it really. It's really hard to explain. <laughs> Because it, it's a lot when you're watching it about the visuals. It's just so good. When when you actually see Dan Stevens, the actor in it, I can't remember his, his name's David in the show. When you actually see him using his powers, it kind of feels 
epic that you know because it's so rare you see them use the powers in there look when you do see them you're kind of like god he, he must be so powerful mm. do you know what i mean whereas you know when you watch films and stuff they're all just using the powers all the time and they just get it so right in that yeah like when he's he's meditating and he's just floating like and they just walk behind him they're all in awe at him and you're like yeah that's that seems so well done <laughs> and um audrey plaza is it is in it the actress no idea she's from scott pilgrim you know when he's ordering his coffees and she's like fuck you <laughs> oh um she's in parks and recs yeah parks yeah i know who you mean oh is she in it yeah, and she's she is absolutely amazing, isn't it? Oh, I like her. Yeah, if you like her, she's in a film about nuns. Have you heard about this? No. It's meant it's the Catholic Church or whatever's going mad about it. <laughs> you have to watch a trailer. I'll find out what it's called. But basically, the trailer starts and you see all these nuns and it's got this like music going on and they're doing the daily duties and this guy walks past and he looks at them. And they look at him, and you think, oh, it's going to be like a kind of um, love story about, uh, you know, practising nuns. And she turns around, she looks at him and looks at him, and she goes, don't fucking look at me. <laughs> <laughs> That's what she says. And then the other two nuns are like, yeah, don't fucking look at us. And they're proper going off on one, and then it's like loads of shagging and stuff like that. <laughs> I can't think what it's called. I'm going to find out what it's called, but when you watch it, you'll be like so shocked at the language and the stuff that's going on in the trail. It looks amazing. But the Catholic Church has like gone mad about it, saying, do not watch this film. Oh, they're, they're using what the Catholic Church has said as like headlines and bullet points in the trail to try and promote <laughs> it. It's brilliant. I'll find out what it's called. Yeah, whatever. You might have to read it. must wear it out of the, the card. No, I'm going to yeah, it's brilliant. Edit it. Um, just mark it as explicit. Yeah. Um, no, yeah, yeah that, sounds, that, looks, that sounds good. I wonder yeah. what that's called. I'll find it and I'll... Uh, yeah, let me quickly check now because it's got me going. Have you watched any Parks and Rec? Audrey, Aubrey Plaza. Aubrey. Aubrey. Yeah. Yeah, because I've seen a lot of her stuff. She's a really good actress. Um. The Little Errors. That's what it's called. Yeah, The Little Errors. Okay. Um, It's out this year. Comedy romance. Go on IMDb and watch a trailer. Do you want me to read you the uh, thing, Gay? Go on. A young servant fleeing from his master takes refuge at a convent full of emotionally unstable nuns in the Middle Ages. Introduced as a deaf-blind man, he must fight to hold his cover as the nuns try to resist temptation. It's got a 6.3 from 320 reviews and 71 on Metacritic from 99 critics. When I first saw the trailer, I absolutely cried. Killed me. Uh, I think... Oh, have you watched... Um, or oh, Netflix Club. <laughs> Let's try and get that going again. Now E3's out of the way. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You watched... Um, Amanda Knox. Amanda Knox. And I've been listening to the, a podcast by, um, I think it's Criminal Minds or something like that, I like. Yeah. Um, and they, they, I'm on the third episode, six episodes and that. And they kind of break it all down. I told you about them, char- character specialists and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I've been listening to that, but I love the um, documentary. It's good, wasn't it? What did you yeah. think? 
she didn't do it. I don't think she did it either. I mean, she's a no. bit weird. If you listen to the podcast I've been listening to as well, um, it, it goes more in depth than the one hour, one and a half hour show can about the evidence. Yeah, and no, just no way she did it. When they tell you about the evidence on the pod, no chance. Mm. About the cross contamination, about the way they wasn't doing the crime scenes correctly. That did you know when they was taking the evidence, they were they weren't changing the gloves, oh, they weren't changing the stuff between rooms. They picked up the bra off the floor. They passed it around and then they threw the bra clasp back on the floor, bra back on the floor, and took pictures of it. Like that's how it was found. Oh Jesus! Yeah, um, and they were saying the cross contamination was horrendous in it. And that's why, yeah. And there was on about the the guy, who, you know, the prosecutor about how he thought he was Sherlock Holmes or something. Can it was more about him, and oh, he yeah. just wanted he just wanted the evidence to fit his story instead of making the story finding the story that fitted the evidence mm. and there's just loads more to it but they don't delve into it as Amanda Knox they they are on about Meredith Kersher on this pod that I listen to yeah because they're saying it's not about Amanda Knox it's about Meredith Kersher's brutal murder yeah. and how Rudy Gwade basically serving is it 14 years for murdering and raping a young lady breaking and entering and murdering and raping a young lady and because the prosecutor gave him all these deals because he wanted Amanda Knox, he wanted this massive case about Amanda Knox and um, Raphael, I can't remember his surname. Mm. And it's just, I feel sorry for the Kershaw family because, you know, they might believe Amanda did it. I don't believe Amanda did it for a second. She doesn't do herself any favours the way she talks and stuff, you know, like. Yeah, that's what I mean. She's just a bit off, isn't she? Yeah, but people... That's, that's just the way she is, though, yeah. It that's help just the way some people are in life. Yeah. Some people are just odd. Doesn't you know. mean you're a killer. Yeah, I mean, no. And especially when you listen to these character specialists on the pod and they're saying there's nothing strange about the way they was standing there kissing at the time because at that time they didn't know that there was a dead body in there. Mm. And that, like the way it's led to believe, the way he was talking, was like they knew, but they didn't know about that. And... Like this is one of the evidence to point to Amanda Knox was the fact that Rudy Goed said he never saw her, she had nothing to do with it. But then he said he saw her silhouette. Yeah. And they just ripped that apart on this part. It was like he saw her silhouette. He says, How can you know somebody from a silhouette? Especially someone you don't know regularly. Mm. You know, it's not like a silhouette of the Incredible Hulk. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like the silhouette kind of when he was a kid and he did them comic books. Yeah. The puzzles at the back page. Who's this character? No. Oh, I don't think she did it. No, I don't. My mate watched it. He, he thinks she did it. He says she's... But I don't know. I just, I just you should tell your it. mate to have a look into like the further evidence that's been found and he, he won't believe she did it for a second. When yeah. you find out about all the cross-contamination, the lack of evidence, the fact that Reedy Gred fled the country. Yeah, he just bolted, didn't he, for ages? Yeah. I didn't do it, but I'm going to admit to doing it. And I'm going to tell you that Amanda had nothing to do with it, but then under interrogation and deals, plea deals, I'm then going to tell you Amanda had something to do with it. Mm, ridiculous. Yeah. I mean, one of the things that the Italians didn't get is that a phrase that we use in England and America, this is straight from the pod, this isn't me being a clever dick. <laughs> see, you, see you later. If I said to you, once we finish this, about to put the phone down, so see you later, Anthony, anyway. Mm. Would that mean I'm going to see you later or just... 
Never seen you in my life, though. <laughs> yeah, but it means see you soon, wouldn't it? Yeah, it just means speak, speak to you later. To we'll speak make contact to you tomorrow, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But in Italy, they, that literally means I will see you later on. Yeah. <laughs> so because she wrote that to a boss, they were saying you had plans to meet your boss on the night. Yeah. That's why they arrested her boss at that that pub bar. They basically got two and two together and didn't, you know, look into the what how it, what it means where she's from. Yeah. And did it for it. And I just feel sorry for um, the Meredith Kirsch's family because the bloke who did murder and kill her daughter, who admitted to it, has served a paltry sentence when he should be in prison for whatever the minimum, the maximum is in um, Italy. Yeah. Life, I'm sure it would be. Yeah. It's weird, isn't it? When these things blow up, it always becomes about the killer, not the victim. Yeah. The last three things like this I've watched, with the exception of um, the keepers, because we don't know who the killer is, so it is all about the victim. Yeah. Um, But the the O.J. Simpson thing, uh, making a murderer, and this Amanda Knox thing is all about the killers. I mean, O.J. Simpson thing, okay, fair enough, because O.J. Simpson was a massive star. Yeah. But the other two, the victims are kind of just overlooked. Well, I mean, I, I do understand why, but it's just, in these documentaries, there doesn't seem to have been an, quite enough respect paid. To the victims? Yeah. I think the keepers did a really good job. Yeah, but like I said, I think that's because... It was all about the victims. It wasn't. Yeah. They didn't oh, sorry, have a killer. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. Like when you watch Making a Murderer, there's barely anything really said about um, Teresa Hallback. No. And which is a shame because it sounds like, from what we're kind of hearing now, that she might have been um, abused by her ex-boyfriend. I'm not saying that is true, but it kind of sounds like that, doesn't it? Mm. From what we've been hearing from reports and stuff yeah um, I'm looking forward to watching that other one on Netflix about the young girl which one's that she was um, like a beauty pageant I think she was only like 8 or 9 when she was I think she was murdered I've seen that is it casting something yeah that's it casting Jen Bartet or Baptiste yeah something like that Bonoir yeah it looks really good I'm going to watch that next Mm. I want to watch The Staircase and I want to watch The Jinx as well what's The Staircase um, the Staircase is a really famous case about... He mentions it in um, The Keepers. Have you finished The Keepers yet? Yes. You know that really famous lawyer that go to see to... No, well, forensic expert. And he tells you about he worked on the LJ case, he worked on this case, he mentions yeah. The Staircase. I, I don't get me... Don't quote me on this, but I think The Staircase is about a husband who was accused of killing his wife, pushing her down the stairs mm. to murder her. And I think they've got all these forensic experts and to prove that he, he didn't push her down the stairs, she fell. Or something like that. Is that on Netflix? No, I think that's a HBO special. Oh, right. Yeah. And there's a HBO special called Slenderman, which is meant to be really good. Oh, I don't know about that one either. <coughs> yeah. Yeah, but I'm really enjoying um, documentaries and stuff like that at the moment. But I am going to get on Peep Show next as well. Oh, oh one yeah. show I should mention that I watch. I don't know if you've ever seen it. It's called Black Mirror. Oh, no, yeah, I have, the Charlie Brooker. Yeah, I watched the first season. I loved it. Yeah, it's really good. It's My com- favourite episode was the um, the redo episode with the 
when they can rewind and look what happened back in their life. Oh, yeah, yeah. They've got those, like, implants in their heads, haven't they? Oh, yeah. Um, horrible, horrible. Yeah. The way it ends. Just so bleak. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I haven't seen all of season two yet. It's a bit more hit and miss. But um, yeah. I'm still watching it. It's good. Yeah. I wasn't overly keen on the episode um, where it's kind of like X Factor. Oh, and they're all like in a um... yeah. They kind of I would have liked to have seen what what, what where all the pedaling what it was going towards. Yeah, I know what you mean. But yeah, um, I enjoyed I enjoyed the first season. Third episode was definitely the highlight. The Prime Minister one was good as well. Yeah, the Prime Minister ones are very good. Yeah, so I look forward to carrying on with that. Mm, I need to get back on that. I haven't watched one for ages, mm-hmm. but they are good. Yeah, very good. The one I just watched was um, basically, if Facebook keeps going the way it's going, it's it's sort of looking at how that might pan out. That was good. Yeah. Mm. Um, should we pick a film for next time? For our yeah. next uh, Netflix club? Is it your choice? Uh, you picked yeah, Knox, didn't you? Yeah. yeah. I'm going to go with um, Change of Pace, Get Away from Murder. Yeah. Although I think there might be some murder in it. It is a comedy. It's called The Good Guys. The Good Guys? I think so. Let me just check on Netflix. What about The Nice Guys? My maybe. With Ryan Gosling back. and Russell Crowe. Yeah. Have you seen it? Yeah. Shall I pick a different one then? You can if you want. I don't mind watching it again. I've never I'd... seen it, so I fancy doing it. Yeah. Go for it. I'll watch it again. I really enjoyed that film. Okay, we'll go with the good guys. The nice guys. <laughs> <laughs> the good guys. The, 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 the nice guys. The nice guys. Yeah, sure really good, good film, that is. Okay, yeah. Well, there you go. Oh, what would I say now to watching Ryan Gosling again? <laughs> of course, yeah. <laughs> if they made Ryan Gosling Batman, you'd be in your element. Oh, my God. He's always said, no sequels, no superheroes. Has he? Is that his yeah. motto? That's his motto. Because someone said, well, he's doing a Blade Runner sequel. I was like, well, was he in the first Blade Runner? No. Oh, shut up then. <laughs> he's kind of made a rod for his back there. No, he's, I don't think he has. I think he just wants to do originally interesting stories. Hmm. You know, character-driven projects. Like he's, he's doing his next film. He's, you know, the guy made La La Land. Hmm. I can't think he's damning something. He's, his next film is the biography of um, Neil Armstrong. Is it Neil Armstrong, the first man on the moon? Oh, <laughs> I want to say yes, but is it Buzz Aldrin? I don't know, but anyway. We should I'll know Google that, it. Dave. We should know. One that. minute. I'm going to ask Alexa. Oh. Alexa, who was the first man on the moon? Apollo 11, the first manned mission to land on the moon, landed on July 20th, 1969. During this mission, American astronauts Neil Armstrong and Buzz Aldrin became. Respectively, the first two men to walk on the moon. The last manned mission departed the Did moon in 1972. So again, I, I didn't hear it properly. <laughs> she basically said that Buzz Aldrin and Neil Armstrong were the first two men on the moon. Thanks, Alexa. That didn't answer my question. Yeah. <laughs> she just gave silly. both our answers. It's silly, care. <laughs> yeah, it's called First Man, Neil Armstrong. Look at the life of astronaut Neil Neil A. Armstrong and the legendary space mission that led him to become the first man to walk on the moon based on the book First Man, The Life of Neil A. Armstrong. So he hopped hopped off the spaceship first. Yeah, it's Damien Chazelle, Chazelle, the the director, Mid La La Land. Yeah, and he's doing that next. 
Uh, yeah, that's what it says there. Cool. And is um thing you're going to be in it? Who? Gosling. Yeah, I think he's playing Neil Armstrong. Mm-hmm. Cool. Yeah. So we're going with Nice Guys for the next film. Mm-hmm. The Nice Guys on Netflix. Have you ever seen Kiss Kiss Bang Bang? I think so. Who's in that? Um, Robert oh. Downey Jr. and Val Kilmer. I think I have. It's quite old now. Yeah, it's probably the same director, Shane Black. All right. I think I always tell you this little fact. <laughs> Shane Black is making the new Predator film. Yeah. But he's finished. He's finished making it, and he's he hasn't made a lot of films. But he's if you have a look at the films he's wrote, he's very impressive. He's a. Uh, his uh, CVs um, but Shane Black was in the first Predator film was he? as yeah. an actor? yeah he was Hawkins you know the first one that gets killed with the glasses oh he tells the rubbish joke about the big pussy yeah he's the <laughs> first one that gets killed that's Shane Black crazy yeah because you wouldn't believe him now because he's quite chunky not like fat old beast he's, he's just you know older obviously and it's hard to keep the weight off yeah, um, he's a bit bigger, um, but he's he, he's really respected. I mean, if you, I'll tell you some of the films now that he's made up on IMDb. I can't remember them all. You say mm. his CV is so impressive. I mean, his filmography, right? He's he's directed. Oh, why is he doing this? Why has it gone like that now? <laughs> right, he's directed eight films. Kiss Kiss Bang Bang. Iron Man, he made a TV movie called Edge, The Noise Guys, and he's got four upcoming projects. The next one's Predator. Right. He's writ, wrote, sorry, not writ, 17 films. Written. Yeah, written, yeah. (laughs) Right. Lethal Weapon, good film. Yeah. The Monster Squad, another good film. Lethal Weapon 2, class film. The Last Boy Scout, class film. Lethal Weapon 3, good film. Last Action Hero, he wrote the screenplay for that. The Long Kiss Goodnight, another good film. That's a good film. He only did the characters for Leaf Weapon 4. Then he did Kiss Kiss Bang Bang. Um, he did a short called I Wall. He did the screenplay for Iron Man 3, The Noise Guys. And I think he did two episodes, yes, two episodes of Leaf Weapon TV series. Yeah, he's picky, isn't he, about what he does? Very. I think he does like um, rewrites and stuff like that, but he might not take credit for those. Mm. But he is, obviously, a very talented writer and director. Mm. And he wrote um, The Nice Guys? Yeah, and directed. Oh, he did direct? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, cool. Hawkins. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Right. Should we wrap it there? Yeah. Okay. I'm busting for the toilet. Okay, I'll wrap it quickly then. <laughs> <laughs> um, thank you, everyone, for listening. This was the We Don't Go Out podcast. Um, I've uh, hang on. Thank you, everyone, for listening. This has been the <laughs> We Don't Go Out podcast. Um, with, oh, what do I normally say? I normally put our names in somehow, but it seems really awkward this time. It's been listening to the podcast. Podcast. Um, I'm man. I'm. If you want to get at me. Oh yeah! If you, oh yeah! If you want to, if you want to catch us on Twitter, I'm at Anthony Hulse. Dave is at Dave Holmes eighty two. And I looked up your YouTube channel. It just seems to be called Dave Holmes. Mm-hmm. So that's your YouTube channel where you can watch 
um, that video you put up, which I've forgotten what it was now, the horror thing. Dead by Daylight. Dead by Daylight. Yeah, little escape. Oh, can you okay. hear that? A little bit. That's my fridge, it's so noisy. I've been, we've been lucky it's been off. Anyway, we're finishing, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> uh, yeah, rate us and share us around on iTunes, that'd be fantastic, especially if you rate us highly, that'd be awesome. Um, if you're not on iTunes, obviously you found us somewhere, probably on the website, readinkwork.com. Uh, we've got a Tumblr, mm-hmm. Instagram, web, the podcast has its own Twitter, because it's fancy. And yeah, just contact us, let us know how we're doing, let us know what you want us to change, if you want us to do anything different. Back, I can't change my accent. <laughs> <laughs> and Sorry. nor would we want to, though. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, we'll catch you next time. Quickly, just quickly before I go, I don't know if it interests you in playing this game on the iPhone called Golf Clash. It's so addictive. Golf Clash? Yeah, it's free to play, but God, it's good. Okay, have a look. All right, mate. Catch you later. It's all right, mate. It's all right. Bye.